This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo. Today, I want to talk about a lesson that I learned from my dog, Elvis, and what it can mean for a strengthened relationship with your spouse, with your kids, and with your family. You see, on the way into the house today, I did what I normally do, which is go greet my pup in a absolutely ridiculous fashion. You know, Mr. Elvis, how you doing? And I go give him a hug and I grab him, I pick him up and, you know, I love him, I squeeze him and all the good stuff that, you know, comes with having an amazing friend in a canine. And it made me think about how often he's been there for me through the trials and tribulations that I've had. You see, I adopted Elvis with my ex-wife. At the time, her and I hadn't even been married yet. This was in 2010, 20, almost 2011. And it was a funny story where there was at the local SPCA there were these chocolate lab corgi mix puppies. You're envisioning just as much cute as they were. They were absolutely ridiculous. Well, we couldn't get there for the first day of the adoption event on the Saturday. We had to go on Sunday. Probably by like it opened at eight o'clock on Saturday. By like eight o two. All the dogs are probably all those dogs are probably gone. But I'd said let's go anyway. We'd already made a plan. And let's at least go look. You know, at some point we're gonna want to have dogs. So why don't we go check it out? You know, at least see what the process is, you know, all those things. So, moral of the story is we go down to the Westchester SPCA. We go looking around and there's your mix of dogs. See, the Westchester SPCA is near some urban areas. So, there's like a lot of pit bull breeds, which I know my friend Ryan Nadell loves. But for the most part, a lot of these dogs, by no fault of their own, they were treated horribly. And it shows because dogs, they have their own distinct personality. There's no doubt about that. But the way that they act in many ways is a reflection of their their owner. Which brings me to Mr. Elvis. He used to go by the name Hadley for those keeping score at home. And at the time, Hadley was in a crate in this garage, if you will, because they had that area, and then there was like an outdoor area that they turned into a playpen where you could greet the dog, meet the dog, do all that fun stuff. And Elvis hadn't had a visitor all day. Mr. Elvis is a black and white corgi, and we think Boston Terrier mix. 
he is absurdly cute for anyone that goes on my social feed you'll see pictures of him i'm obsessed i'm okay with it you'll get over it mr elvis hadley at the time had not been visited or asked to be brought out by any of the hundreds of people that had come through that weekend which is actually really sad uh, maybe in a future episode, I'll go into the compunction that I have about making sure he has all of his things anytime anybody else is looking after him. It's ridiculous. So when we'd asked to see Mr. Elvis or Hadley, they set up the little temporary playpen and they let him you know, off leash inside of this thing so we can meet. And he was not interested in me or my ex in the slightest. Dude had better things on his mind because, well, ain't nobody had come talk to me yet. So there's all these new smells. I want to see what's going on. In hindsight, I can't really blame my brother. He had spent an entire day in a cage with all these people walking around. He wanted to see what was going on. We took him for a walk afterwards. You know, he'd been standoffish, but I was like, well, let's at least see how he handles on a leash. And amazingly enough, he answered to some very basic sounds, probably out of curiosity. But some of the command sounds that I knew, he looked up, he stopped, he more or less did what I asked him to do, which was better than I expected, I'll grant you. Now, we finish the walk, and I'm curious. Hey, can we take a look to see what his pen looks like? And it is just this concrete room, basically, which is really sad. But there were there was excrement and urine and all the other pens, and his it was absolutely spotless. That was very interesting to me because that's not normally something you would see. You know, normally there's, you know, some signs of stress and everything. It was completely clear. We go home. We leave him behind because the goal wasn't to pick up a dog that day because the dogs we'd wanted were gone. And then men in the audience, if you've heard this or seen this happen send me a message please at coach mike demo on facebook uh at coach underscore mike underscore demo on instagram then it started oh my god he's so cute we have we have to get him what do you think at the time me and my ex weren't living together she was still in the city i was in connecticut Who's going to take care of this dog? Well, I'll, I'll spoil alert this one. Uh, that that was me. So I, I would be taking care of him. And while I thought he was a cute dog, and I'm an absolute dog freak, love all dogs, it was 
one of those things where it's like, all right, well, that's a lot of extra things that I'm going to have to do. I'm not sure if I want to go there. Going a little bit further, especially for the men in the room, we ended up getting the dog about a week later. Why I'm telling you all of this is it's something very interesting. Once Elvis came home, he was very attached to me. Uh, To this day, I'm extremely attached to me. He doesn't listen to people very well, which is a good sign of my dog training abilities. Uh, Much better with people. Two-way communication is very helpful. But the most interesting thing came up, which is what drew me to record this podcast to begin with, is I'm in a lot of ways standoffish. I don't engage as much as I feel I should. And through some of my abandonment issues that I've had in the past, like it's hard for me to connect and engage with people without feeling very, very awkward. I don't know if that's how you feel in some of your interactions. But in a lot of ways, like that never fully developed for me because I was always so much more worried about protecting myself. Elvis has a very similar characteristic where if you're to meet Elvis, if you ever come up for an event that I host here in Connecticut, you know, a lot of people get worried, oh, there's a dog. I don't really understand it. I'd love to help you through that. And with Elvis, I always tell him, he's like, is he friendly? It's like, well, depends on what you mean by friendly. Well, is he going to bite? No, that's not a sign of friendly or not. Usually that means you're doing something wrong. But he's going to probably sniff you. He'll get what he needs out of that equation. And then he's just going to move on to do whatever he wants. So if that's your criterion for friendly, he is amazing. And I started to think about it. Is that just his innate nature or is it like with many dogs because he was obviously a couple years old or is that because there's a synergy he was like that when I first adopted him but it's also the way that I've been in many ways in my life. I don't know Um, if there's a Dr. Phil or Cesar or whatever his name is that does dogs if you guys have a connection to him tell him to leave me a note I'd love to get the answer but it made me think maybe I'm the same way and maybe I need to extend myself further I do it with my dog, but do I do it often enough with the people that I love? Do I tell Lauren how much I love and appreciate her? 
Do I tell my mom, stepmom? Do I tell my dad? My favorite aunt? Sorry if there are any other aunts listening. Do I tell people that were mentors to me how much I love and appreciate them? And do I fully nurture the relationships? The answer is probably no. But the best thing about that answer is the understanding that comes with it. So here's what I'm going to do. It's something I actually did this morning, not knowing that I was going to record this podcast. But I sent Lauren a note to let her know how much I appreciated her for her strength, for her support, for being the awesome woman that she is. My ask of you is to do the same thing for 30 days. Send one note of appreciation to somebody that did something amazing for you, non-spouse, non-kids. Somebody that did something amazing for you in the last day. Now, I'll grant sometimes that might not come up so maybe if you were like camping the day before nobody was able to reach you scroll through your phone and just let it stop somewhere find somebody whoever it is on top click them and tell them something about them that you appreciate that you value mind you if there's nothing just delete them it's just extra space but find somebody to Extend appreciation and gratitude towards. And then do it for the people that matter the most in your life. Your significant other, your kids if you have them. Let them know how much you love, honor, and appreciate them. Do that. And watch how those relationships that are full of love but are standoffish become relationships full of interconnectedness and when you're able to focus on these relationships with intention find the characteristics of those relationships that aren't working for you what you'll find is you're able to disrupt the pattern and create the relationships in your life that you'll cherish forever. I'm Mike Demo. I appreciate the time that you spent with me today. As always, please feel free to reach out to me at Coach Mike Demo on Facebook, at Coach underscore Mike underscore Demo on Instagram. And if you found value in this tip, Go ahead and give me a rating. Leave me a review. I want to reach as many people as I can with this message. And everything you do to help will be greatly appreciated.